my apologies in advance for what I'm about to say. My words will bruise a few egos like sharp knives. They will cut through some sensitive flesh. Welcome to our podcast. I'll be by myself today as I'll be addressing a very personal issue. Please understand that the intention is not to harm, but to teach. And my intention is not to judge, but to rather recommend to those who might be at the center of why a black woman feels inferior and lesser than in this day and age. And try to do better. The fact that I had to apologize in advance also shows how black women are forever misread and misinterpreted. As a black woman in South Africa, firstly, I am at the utmost bottom of the food chain. What is seen as superior in society is firstly, being a man. I mean, this starts off from our very belief, our religion. The man is seen as the head of the house, the head of the family, and the woman is to submit. So it is only natural that she feels inferior. The other superiority in this country comes in the form of color, specifically white skin. I'm going to narrate a very typical but very true and honest example of such. So a group of friends and I went to a restaurant. We drove in separate cars. And I happened to be driving in the car with the one white friend who was with us. So the rest of the group who had driven ahead of us were, well, all of them were black. They got there before us and they asked the waiter if they could sit outside. His response was, no, it's full. So, I mean, they just accepted as it is and they sat inside like good citizens and waited for the rest of us. So they called us to tell us that they're sitting inside since it is quite packed, since the waiter says there's no space. But knowing this beautiful country we live in, I said to my white friend, I'm sorry, I'm going to put you on the spot and we are going to use your whiteness to get us to sit outside. And she laughed it off because um, we make such jokes, you know. But when we got there, I said to her, listen, please just ask the guy if we can sit outside. And let's just hear his response. To her surprise and not mine, the guy, the waiter brought out a table and chairs from inside the restaurant and placed them outside to honor her request. And like I said, I wasn't surprised. I go to pick and pay, a white person goes before me, pays, her groceries will be packed. (laughs) I go in next and I have to ask for my groceries to be packed. What bothers me is 
the waiter, the teller, they're all black, you know, but they will show the utmost honor to the white individual and hardly ever to the black person. So as a black South African female, I have to face these two challenges. The first one being that I am not a man. And secondly, I am not white. I often have to prove to society and sadly to myself that I am in the hockey team because of my skills and not because of the quota. Or that I am a manager of this amazing branch because of my expertise and not because of the BEE system. I am expected to control my emotions when confronting a difficult colleague because I might be PMSing, you know, hormones. Being part of the minority in, in my lecture hall, I must enjoy listening to notes and explanations being discussed in a tongue that I cannot fully comprehend. Because Mari asked a question. In the workplace, I feel uncomfortable going to the canteen, to the kitchen, to the storefront, not because it's as cold as ice. I mean, yes, someone probably had it or had the aircon at four degrees Celsius, but no, that's not the reason why it feels as cold as ice. But it feels that way because of the language of exclusion that keeps popping up in every single conversation. When I bring it up, why am I being like that? That's not all. When I go back home, I also happen to fall prey to filthy, psychopathic predators embodied behind the visage of an uncle, a father, a postman, a boyfriend, a husband, the taxi driver, my teacher, my pastor, a man, a man who is supposedly my head. If you find yourself in my presence, in the presence of a black woman, ask yourself how are you contributing to her very misery, to her fears, to her doubts and if you're not ask yourself challenge yourself how can you make it better a quote by Maya Angelou do the best you can until you know better and then when you know better do better